Hey, friends and fam, it's John, and it's time for the J-Mart cast for Monday, November 28th. What's going on? How are you? Sitting here with my lovely wife, the lovely Willem Mamacita, Dr. Willemsma, <laughs> who just performed some knee wart surgery on me. Thanks for doing that, doctor. Uh, no problem, John. Anytime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just took the old scalpel to my knee and cut off a nice big chunk of it. I wanted to do it. After I'd had my glass of wine and John said no, that that wasn't allowed. But now you are wart free and we didn't have to pay any money for it. So win-win. Yes, yes. I've only, not recently, but I have learned that in the Canadian medical system, even though we have free health care, knee warts are not part of that. <laughs> has no, to be on not. the foot. If it's on the foot, it's free. If it's on the knee, you got to pay for it. Unless you got a doctor wife, then it's free. <laughs> 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 yeah, little scalpel, little liquid nitrogen. Hopefully, it doesn't come back. Mm-hmm. We a lot to talk about the liquid nitrogen. Wait, did you, you didn't use liquid no. nitrogen? That's um, actually, I don't know what's in the compound W stuff. We did pay for that. I thought it was just liquid nitrogen in that canister, but it's actually probably um dry ice. Okay, but whatever that cold white stuff is in mm-hmm. the canister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyways, so it's a late Monday evening. Normally I have my podcast uh, recorded by Sunday evening and out by Monday, but we couldn't do that this week because it's been a pretty busy week because our little baby girl had her birthday on Wednesday and on Sunday we had a get-together with the whole extended family to celebrate her birthday and it went off pretty well. We had really good food. All the extended family was very loving and generous with the gifts. It was a very nice day. You want to talk about the food? It was really good. We had a bunch of finger foods. Yeah, I I went um, a little crazy, I think. I made some chicken skewers and some pear and caramelized onion tart that John really loved. Yeah, the pear tart was my favorite. And a couple other things. But then I made like a ridiculous cake. And mm-hmm. when we made the cake... Um, I think we both thought that it was just way too much. It was, it was a big, tall cake. It was, yeah, it was five layers. But we actually got through it. Like, we're having the last of it, like, tonight and into tomorrow, probably. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So. It was really delicious. It was both chocolate and one layer of vanilla as well. So, a little bit of both. Bennett insisted on chocolate and vanilla. Yeah. Older brother of the person who's actually getting <laughs> <laughs> their birthday. Uh, celebrated was the one insisting on having <laughs> both chocolate and vanilla. <laughs> he kept on insisting, insisting on different elements in the name of Rosie. Yeah. You know? What else did he say? I don't remember. Well, he just wanted the chocolate and vanilla, but then he also really wanted to play with the balloon. But it's oh, it's Rosie's balloon. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to keep Rosie's balloon safe for her, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in fact, he's asleep right now with Rose's balloon in his bed. <laughs> he's like, he's got hit the balloon, string clenched in his fist, and he's asleep that way. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous, but yeah. So yeah, thanks to all the family members who came, who, like I said already, were very generous with the gifts. It was pretty good. We didn't get too many, or not, we didn't get any sound making gifts that also require batteries. So I'm very happy about that. <laughs> And I didn't get any gifts that have like a million pieces where if you lose one piece, the whole gift becomes useless. That I was also very grateful for. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
yeah people listening who are bound to buy some gifts in the near future for young children please take that into account <laughs> uh, yeah that's that's a smart parental way of knowing yeah. so yeah let's see what else did i do this week um i did a bunch of jujitsu i was telling you earlier that i uh practiced some jujitsu where we learned how to smother our opponent when we're uh, mounting them so the mount position is when you uh uh, basically are sitting on top of somebody on, on their abdomen and you're past their legs. So their legs are kind of behind you. So they don't, can't, they can't really use that to uh, defend themselves. Okay. So I learned how to, because uh, in jujitsu, you're not allowed to use your hands to smother somebody to stop them from breathing, but there's no rule about using other parts of your body. What? Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. So you can't put your, the palm of your hand against someone's mouth. That's illegal. But you can use your chest <laughs> and smother their face. Chest, with your chest. leg, thigh, butt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would not recommend using your butt <laughs> for smothering somebody. <laughs> I mean, it's a big butt. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you never know. You might get someone who likes big butts and they cannot lie. <laughs> okay, and they fair. might take a bite. <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> Even though that's illegal too. But, oh, I, I don't know about all these rules, man. I just thought it was like, I don't know. I thought it was the Wild West out there. No, you can't fish hook. You can't, uh, yeah, just smother someone with your hand, stuff like What's that. What's fish hook? You know, when you get your finger in someone's like eye or mouth, like oh. a curled finger. Oh, yeah, that sounds awful. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> okay, I won't. Anyway, so we learned, we practiced how to smother them when you're on top. And then from that position, we learned a couple of uh, submissions. One was in Americana, when you basically twist their arm in an external rotation position. Yeah. And then the other one was an arm bar from there as well. So I mean, all I want to say is I've got my own brand of jujitsu. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm aware of certain pressure points. <laughs> yes, <laughs> pressure points. <laughs> yes, these are the pressure points that you use for waking up your uh, sleep patients, right? Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. It's like you really push hard on the sternum. The That's sternum rub, not, yes. Yeah. You don't enjoy that. You showed me that. <laughs> I know. And you don't enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. I understand why you use that to wake up your patients because it's a really abrupt, <laughs> unnecessary thing that <laughs> would wake me up if someone did that to me. Sometimes it's necessary. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. I get that. Anyway, what else happened this week? We watched, we've watched. we been watching some World Cup soccer. Canada didn't do too well, unfortunately. They lost their both their first two games. Although they did put up a good fight, so, you know. I love how you say we've been watching some World Cup. Like, you're <laughs> well, watching I'm the watching World Cup, and, and then I am staring through it <laughs> with a glazed-over appearance in Please, my eyes. You're just looking at your phone anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. I'm either staring through it, pretending I'm watching it, and failing, mm -hmm. or I'm looking at my phone. There's some exciting games. No, and I understand that, but it's mm -hmm. just really hard. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I haven't actually watched as much as I would have liked, to be honest. <laughs> I've been pretty busy, but uh, I've been watching a lot of highlights. So mm. there's at least highlights you can watch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that, that's been pretty much the majority of the week. Some jujitsu, some World Cup soccer watching. We did the birthday for the kids. And you lopped off the knee wart for me. <laughs> yeah, how is your knee right now? 
Feels great. Don't feel a thing. No bleeding? No, I got the gauze. Okay. That was good. Mm hmm. Yeah. We only just did it. Mm -hmm. okay. How's your week been? Me? Mm -hmm. It's been too busy. Mm -hmm. I got too many patients. Too many patients with <laughs> too much pain. Too much pain. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it yeah, it's been it's been good. I'm glad we did the birthday. I'm glad it went well. Everyone seemed to have a good time. That was my main thing this week. And then the rest of the week is going to be spent trying to figure out our house rentals. Mm, house rentals. Yep. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. I'm, Starting January. I know. So I'm going to go relax for a little while, though, mm -hmm. I think. Thanks for joining me for the first 20 minutes that we get here. Eight, nine minutes. All right. It's pretty good. Appreciate you. Yeah. Love you. Love you, too. Okay. Enjoy. Bye-bye. Oh, yes. And just before I move on to the Bitcoin update portion of the podcast, as part of my gift for my baby daughter for her first birthday, I wrote her a letter about the first year of what it was like to have her as, you know, our baby daughter. And it was a two page thing that I kind of wrote last minute. And I decided that I was going to share the first page. I already shared it with the family when we had the family get together. I'll share it here on the podcast as well. And then the second page will be just something between her and I, because that's the more, more sentimental part of it. So here I will share what I wrote to my daughter for the first half of our letter. It goes, Dear Rose, I started this letter in September when you were more than 10 months old, but didn't really write anything and promptly forgot about it till the day before your birthday. So I sit here on November 22nd trying to think of what to write and say to you before your first birthday. I don't even know exactly when I'll give you this letter. I'm sure it will be for a birthday when you're much older and more mature so that you better understand what I write to you in this letter. Maybe you'll even keep it and come back to it from time to time to see if there's anything new that jumps out at you or something that you understand better with more experience as an adult. First, I want to say, from an early point in your development, it was clear that you were a very different baby from your brother. So different that it felt like I was having a baby for the first time again, and much of the experience your mother and I had with your brother was not useful for learning to care and, and communicate with you. In many ways, you two are diametrically opposed children. For example, your brother's first six months of life were much more fussy than yours. I used to call him Mr. Sensitive, and, he's got, and as he got older, the fussiness decreased in the second half of the first year of his life although he still cried a lot when he was teething and when he couldn't figure out how to crawl even though he really wanted to get somewhere. You, on the other hand, had a very easy going for six months to the point that I nicknamed you my perfection. <laughs> point did that nickname die fast when you figured out that you have powerful lungs and you can scream really loud. From month seven onward, you've been nonstop screaming your heart out every day, regardless of whether you're feeling happy, hungry, angry, sad, or even neutral. Sometimes you'd be crying so hard that when I'd pick you up in my arms, I'd be impressed by how strong your abdominal muscles were contracting as you screamed. Your screams have such an ear-piercing quality that I joke around you've given me more hearing damage than all the loud concerts I've been to combined. I'm kidding, of course, but seriously, you have to joke about how bad your screams are to get over them. <laughs> Unlike your brother, who never learned to crawl, you figured it out by around six-month mark. And now, as we're days away from your first birthday, you've also just learned to walk. Your brother did it at 14 months. 
You're not very good at it yet, but it's so much fun to watch you work really hard to keep your balance as you take multiple steps forward. Another difference between you and your brother is that Benny was a good sleeper. It took us a while to learn how to put you to sleep, and you took a long time consolidating your short sleep periods into a longer stretch at night. I remember at one point around the eight or nine month, around the eight or nine month mark, your mom and I had gotten so frustrated with nighttime crying that we agreed to start aggressively sleep training you. <laughs> sleep training is basically a euphemism for ignore your kid when they're crying at night. <laughs> but thankfully, eventually you figured it out too, and now you're a great sleeper. You generally get close to 12 hours of sleep every night, but it took a long time and many sleepless nights to get there. Anyways, that's the end of the first page, and then the second page is going to stay just between my, my baby girl and I. So moving on to the Bitcoin update portion of the podcast, let's go to bitbo.io. The price of Bitcoin is trading at 16,285 US dollars and with one US dollar you can buy 6,139 Satoshis. Remember that Satoshis are the smallest subunit that a Bitcoin can be broken down into. A Bitcoin can be subdivided 100 million times and each subunit is called a Satoshi named after the inventor of Bitcoin, Satoshi Nakamoto, which is just a pseudonym. We don't actually know who this person is. By the way, if you're looking to buy Bitcoin and you live in Canada, you can use ShakePay. They're a Canadian exchange with good user interface for their app, and they have low fees if you want to use them. I have a referral code in the description of the podcast you can use, which gives you a $10 reward for the first $100 you use to purchase Bitcoin. So what did I want to say about Bitcoin today? To be honest, I don't really have too much to say this week. It's been a busy week, and I haven't had a chance to do too much reading and so what I'll just say is what I say every week about Bitcoin is that price doesn't really matter to me at this point. What matters to me is the qualities that Bitcoin has as a form of money in that it is open and permissionless. Anyone is allowed to be a participant in the network and use it in whichever they, they see fit for themselves. I like that there is a scarce set number of Bitcoin that exists. It's not an inflating supply, never ending inflating supply. And finally, it's censorship resistance so that no matter what, you are allowed to transact with anybody else in the network and nobody else has the right to prevent you from doing so. These are very important qualities that I think we lack in the current system where how our money functions now, the fiat money that we have, the paper money, it is lacking in these qualities that make it a good form of money to use. And so things, something's got to give, something's got to change. We have to have the ability to have money that functions well and allows people, regular people, to be savers, to be the types of people who don't want to be consumers, but who want to save money and be able to have that money hold its value so that later in life they can either gift that money to relatives who need it uh, or use it to invest in a business that they know and understand and not just, you know, blindly invest in ETFs and just the stock market or whatnot, you know. So just a brief thing like that. That's all I have to say for this week. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Hope you enjoyed the uh, podcast today. Hope you enjoyed my little letter to my baby daughter. Um, if you haven't done so, please take a moment and rate the podcast either on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget, 
If you think somebody else might enjoy listening to these episodes, please share a link with them. It would mean a lot to me. I would really appreciate it. And so with that, I come to the end of the podcast this week. Hope to catch you again next week for next week's episode. And remember to always stay active. Remember to stay grateful. That's it. Jay Mart out.